Blog Talk Radio. Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by Solar City, your source of, your source of clean, sustainable energy. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and today we are going to talk with the dynamic duo Polaris Rose, and in the second half of the program, Justin Zuban joins us with his baritone voice and his soulful melody, so stay tuned. It's Music Friday Live, right here live on Blog Talk Radio and our affiliates. Well, before I introduce our guests, I want to remind everybody out there that if you know a hot new band that you think should be on Music Friday Live, tell us. Your website, let's go to our website, musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, and click on the Your Choice tab. It's right there on the top. Give us their name and any contact information you have. Uh, Usually the website will do, and it takes about 10 seconds, and it could put a band that you've discovered on the air. And while you're there, look around, read the reviews, check out the band bios, and comment on the blog. So that's musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, and that's the Your Choice tab. Uh, We have a uh, caller on the line, and I think that it's the beautiful and talented Donia Oxford. Hi, Donia. (laughs) Hi, Patrick. How are you? I'm really good, and I understand you have a special event tonight. I do. It's my birthday celebration and uh, we're going to have a big old party. My full band is going to be there with my background singers, my guitar player, bass player, drummer. It's going to be an amazing event. It's a great show. It's down at Brennan's Irish Pub in Marina del Rey, California. And uh, we're going to have a blast, play all night long, starting around 9.30 and going until 1.30 in the morning or until the roof blows off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, nine thirty, one thirty. Boy, you got a lot of energy if you're going to keep that up. And and having seen a number <laughs> of your live shows, they are pure energy. You must. Uh, I, I guess you you I'm have a, a caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> you got a large uh, mug of coffee on the uh, on the piano I there. I definitely do. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and for our uh, our Southern California listeners, uh, Brennan's Pub is on Lincoln Boulevard, and it's in uh, the Marina del Rey, Venice area. Just go on down there. There's plenty of parking around. There's plenty of street parking around. And uh, it's it's big and green, and it has a big sign on the front of it that says turtle races, although I have a feeling tonight we're not going to see any turtles. No, no turtles tonight. <laughs> Um, I understand also that um, Soul Quest, your new album, is out there, and it really rocks. It's doing well, isn't Thanks. it? It's doing very, very well. We're really excited. Um, we're, uh, we hit up to um, uh, within the top 100 on the Reverb Nation uh, Los Angeles Soul Charts, so I'm really excited about that. And uh, we're doing really well, and, and we're going to be touring all over. We're going to um, Canada and the Midwest in the summer and then in August and then in September we're heading over to Europe to do some shows in England and Sweden and Germany and all over the place. So I'm really excited about it. 
It sounds like you're going to be having a lot of fun. Yes, very much that's, so. That's that's the whole point too, right? Exactly. They <laughs> um, don't call it play for nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And and for anyone who hasn't seen uh, Donia Oxford live, it, it is a uh, exhilarating, exciting, and super fun experience. I, I've seen her live several times, and she blows the roof off of whatever venue she's in. And uh, I, I I don't know uh, if uh, it's going to happen tonight at uh, at Brennan's, but um, your your music is great to dance to. Oh, we, we make room for a dance floor, believe me, and, and there will be people dancing and hopping and having a good old time. So, yes, bring your dancing oh. shoes. Um, we encourage it. Okay. Well, um, also want to let everybody know that Donia is going to be with us because she's got to run. She's a very busy girl. But Joan is going to be with us next Friday, and we're going to have an opportunity for a full interview with Donia. And also we're going to play some samples from uh, Soul Quest. So uh, tune awesome. in next yeah, Friday. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun next week. I can't wait. Okay. Well, I know you got to run now, so thanks for taking a few minutes from what I know is a really busy, busy day. And uh, thanks for inviting us all to your birthday party, too. I will my be pleasure. there. Well, it's my pleasure, too. We will uh, talk to you next week, and I'll uh, see you tonight. All right. Come on down. See you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We have to take a quick break right now and welcome in our affiliate radio stations. And when we come back, Polaris Rose and their new EP, Ocean Songs. Don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm host of Music Friday Live, and I want to welcome all of our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates. If you've got questions or comments for our guests, you can call them. 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And if you're listening to Music Friday podcast, which I know a lot of you do, you can still email questions for our guests, and we will uh, forward your questions on to them so they can reply directly for you. Okay, our next guest have been characterized as alt-rock, but that's not what I call them. Uh, Madeline Lease and Peter Anthony, who are better known as Polaris Rose, create music that I call the Polaris Rose sound because there's nothing else like it. Maddie has described what she and Peter do as a marriage of uh, Fleetwood Mac, Smashing Pumpkins, Steely Dan, and Foo Fighters, but I think that even that's kind of narrow. These two young singer-songwriters who moved to L.A. from their native Boston progressive rock and hot jazz and metal and pop together in a whole that's much larger than the sum of its parts. And they do it in the studio, and they do it on stage with equal ease. They are a joy to watch. They are a pleasure to listen to, and they are a delight to talk with. And here they are. Peter and Maddie, welcome back to Music Friday Live. Hi, Patrick. Thanks for having us. 
Well, lots has happened since you were on the program in November. Uh, your EP, uh, The Moon and Its Secrets, is a success. Your live shows are packed, and now you have a new EP out. So it sounds like it's been a good year so far. It's been a really exciting year. Now, can I assume from the title that you have also completed the uh, the full transition from Beantown to Southern California Ocean Lovers? <laughs> um, yes. And actually, we, we, we're starting to find people when they review our record to call us the California Band, which is really strange to us because, yeah, we're, we're thinking Beantown or, like, you know, in my case, native Seattle. <laughs> but ocean <laughs> songs, uh, a lot of those songs are... Um, um, even even older songs from from back when we were living in the city and things like that. So it's kind of just a compilation of songs that all fit, fit the same motif. Well, uh, I, you know, after living three years in Boston, which is a great town, and my syndicator is in Boston, I, I really do appreciate my hometown here in L.A. Um, I also very much uh, appreciate your music, and I want to play a little sample uh, from the album. is exactly what I meant what I said, the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. The way you move from sort of metal-like guitars to undulating harmonies, it's kind of like sailing through a storm into the calm waters of Marina del Rey. Now, I know the EP started off with, with Maggie's idea to produce a radio-ready single, which led ultimately to the five songs on the EP. Where in that process did Goddess come? Was it the first, the second, the last... Goddess was, oh, I think the third song we recorded for the EP. And it was, um, I think it was kind of a, Maddie said, oh, we need something that's more upbeat. And so she she turned to me and she said, Peter, write a fast song. And so I, uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> so I, I, I gather from our, our last interview that your process is that, uh, Peter, you write a song and then Maddie changes it. How did you know? <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, uh, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say change it, but we do um, kind of, you know, as soon as we are sitting down with the song and we start playing it together, little tweaks happen, but the, the core of the song remains the same. Okay. Now, there, there's um, a stanza in that song. It, it goes, Goddess, you make me crumble to my knees to worship you. Beautiful. Too much to take. Velvet eyes I cannot shake. Now, Peter Earlier in the song, you described the goddess as sweet and cruel. I'm going to assume this is not a song about Maddie, who may be sweet, but I can't imagine her being cruel. So who is the goddess? 
Who is the, um, who is the goddess? Well, when uh, goddess was just written about um, kind of the archetype of the earth goddess. So, you know, Demeter or something like that, you know, like so many different mythologies have a, um, you know, that earth goddess who is both terrible and beautiful. And that was what the song was written about. Not Maddie. Okay. I wasn't written about Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, beautiful, yes. Terrible, no. Uh, let, let's, let's change the voice a little bit here. Uh, although we're still out on the ocean, there's a number one of uh, there's an, another one of your your wonderful uh, musical blends that that really struck me. It's uh, hurricanes. Yeah. Maddie, your vocals in, in Hurricane um, are so strong and, and yet they're so delicate. It's kind of like you distilled your feminine voice down into its most powerful essence, then let it go. What was that response to get? Thank you. Um, that was uh, well. The idea behind Hurricanes is uh, it was clearly it's a relationship song, but it's about letting go of a relationship. So um, I know when we were tracking it, um, we the first take we did was a real belty take. And it just didn't fit the idea and the story behind the song. So we really laid back on that song and just let me sing mainly in, in like a mix. And it was, it was a lot of fun to like ease off of my vocals and not push them so hard. So it was fun. It it, it also really worked well. I, um, it, I, I haven't heard anybody be able to do that nearly as well as you do it. Um, Thank you. The, the the imagery and, and the metaphors in, in all of the Polaris Rose lyrics are um, are always extraordinary. Now now Peter, I know you're into sci-fi and fantasy. I know you even go to lectures about it. So does that bleed into your lyrics? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I moonlight as a as a little sci-fi fiction writer, and so you know, writing like that, oh, absolutely. Uh, you write sci-fi fiction, really? Yeah, but Have I mean, I'm totally any? unpublished. It's, no, no, no. It's, it's all just a hobby. But uh, I, I do do that. You know, actually, the last thing I wrote, I wrote Maddie a, uh, a book for Christmas. Wow. She wanted to have a story about how she, as a little girl, found a dragon. And so we wrote a story about it. Wow. It was very silly. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very romantic, too. Um you got any uh, book well, recommendations? I, I wouldn't call it romantic. I made her out to be quite the little rat. <laughs> Beautiful and terrible, after all. Oh, well, maybe I should revise my earlier opinion about uh, sweet but not cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got any book recommendations for us? Oh, you know, I'm, I, I, I like to read those big epic sci-fi books. But I, I could, some of my favorite writers be like Hunter S. Thompson. I really like the George R. R. Martin stuff, Robert Jordan. 
Uh, Kurt Vonnegut uh, is ta- one of my all-time favorite writers, though. Ooh. Tolkien, we're talking yeah. to, to uh, Maddie Elise and Peter Anthony of uh, the band Polaris Rose. You can talk with them, too. You can call in 347-215-7511. I see there's a lot of people in the chat room. If you have any, any uh, questions in the chat room, just let me know, and we'll relay them on. Or you can email your questions to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, now that Ocean Songs is out, um, I think you're working on a full-length album. Is that is that right? Yeah, we actually spent uh, the last two months demoing everything, which has been pretty exciting um, to kind of hear everything, all our acoustic stuff come this day. And it's a total of 27 songs that we've demoed at this point for uh, for the new record. And, and so we how have many to have... go through and choose. Uh, we right. imagine we'll probably end up recording like 15 songs, but then on the actual re- record, maybe 10, 10 or 12. We want to have yeah. a couple extra songs in the back of our pockets for special occasions. Now, when you say you demo, what is your process? Um, well, we, uh, you know, in, in Lo- we use Logic for recording everything, and we do MIDI drums. So, you know, they're all like computer drums at first, and then I just track them, you know, basically demo guitars and bass so we have the, the rough, sound of the song and then we'll track basic vocals on top of that too and then we uh we kind of reach out to some certain people for feedback uh to try to get a sense of what people are really responding to out of this next batch and it's been it's been an interesting process because out of the 27 songs we've had a, a good variety so it's interesting to see the different sort of songs that people react to oh We've got emails pouring in uh, right now. People want to have some questions for you. And uh, uh, Mary B. in Austin wants to know, when are you touring, and are you ever going to come to Texas, uh, possibly to South by Southwest? We're actually always in Texas. My family is in Texas. So um, we go to South by every year. We play about three or four showcases. Next year will be a no exception. Um, We actually just got back from Texas uh, about three weeks ago. Um, but as far as the tour go, probably not until March or April um, when we actually release the full length. Yeah, we're pretty much stuck in the studio until then. Uh, when you uh, when you went to Texas, did you go to Austin? Yeah, uh, my my sister is uh, went to UT, and my 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 mom lives out there, so we're in Austin on a regular basis. Okay, Mary B., so if uh, you're at South by Southwest next year, uh, look them up. Uh, you, it's a good chance they're going to be there. Uh, Zephyr in Detroit says, you mentioned Logic. What is Logic? Oh, the Logic is um, software that you can use to record music. It's, uh, it's, it's basically the same thing as Pro Tools, if, if anyone's ever heard of that. But, you know, everyone records nowadays with either Pro Tools or Logic or maybe Ableton, but we use uh, Logic. A board man in L.A. wants to know, do you two record together or do you record your voice tracks separately and then mix them? Uh, we record them separately. Um, we wouldn't necessarily be opposed to recording at the same time. We just haven't yet. We've always sung individually to isolate them. Usually I'll sing first and then Maddie will... We'll put her. Uh, actually, I take that back. Whoever is the main vocalist on the song will usually record first. So, in in the uh, the last song we heard in, in Hurricanes, uh, does that mean Maddie that that you were the first to record? Yeah, on that one I was the first, and then on Goddess, the other song you guys heard, uh, Peter would have been the first. 
Now, when I've seen you, you you've had a, a drummer with you, and a very good drummer, too, I might add. Uh, but uh, from what you're saying, when you put the album uh, songs together, recorded songs together, you actually use a uh, computerized drum track? We do at first, but then Kyle will actually come in and record drums for us. What we're able to do is mute the electronic drums that I uh, throw down, and then we're able to just you know have him play drums instead. So when he's playing, he's playing along with a full song. So he gets to really feed off of everything going on. We're talking to Elise and Peter Anthony of the band Polaris Rose. You can talk to them, too, 347-215-7511. Also, if you're listening to us on Blog Talk Radio, you can join the crowd in the, uh, the chat room there. Or you can email us, uh, as many people are. You can email in your questions to Live at gmail.com, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And uh, uh, Daniela in uh, San Diego wants to know, when's your next California gig? June 25th at Harvard and Stone. And where is that? It's, it's borderline Hollywood and Silver Lake. It's on the far east side of Hollywood, but like the very beginning of Silver Lake. Okay. Uh, is that on your website? It should be. It should be up there. Oh, actually, okay. you know what? It's not posted yet. It'll be up June 1st. Okay. All right. Well, there, there's your answer, Daniela. They're going to be here in, uh, in, Los, in Los Angeles. So, and it, believe me, it's worth the trip up. I've seen them live, and they're definitely worth, worth the trip up from San Diego. So check their website June 1st, and it'll give you all the details of their June 25th con, uh, concert. Now, Maddie, I wanted to ask you about the next step after um, recording. Uh, distributing an album and getting radio play is, is kind of tough for independents. And, and I know you've said you'd like to change the power balance between labels and the industry, that you've learned that you can produce videos and albums and singles on your own for a fraction of what labels spend. But can you get the distribution and the radio play that, you're, that your music deserves if you don't have a label behind you? Well, distribution is easy because of CD Baby. CD Baby puts uh, it across all major distribution. Um, as far as radio play, we've actually had a lot of success with uh, local, uh, local, uh, not, not even local, international. We got we get a lot of play in the UK um, just because of reaching out and interacting with these online internet bloggers. And um, as far as uh, locals go. Um, we always try to submit, especially to local stations, like really customized personal packages, uh, basically press kits with new stuff. With a, and we've had we've had a little bit of success. We um, we've gotten noticed by Honeypot Radio and so uh, was it on? Oh, and Rock Current and uh, Emix Radio. So we're, I think it is possible, and I've been trying, and we've we've had a lot of success with it. So I, I've been really happy with our turnout. Well, good. Maybe you are uh, changing that, that power balance between uh, the labels and independents. And I, I, loved, I loved the math. I think it was your, your math, um, Peter, but uh, uh, that if you have 1,000 fans, and I know you have a lot more than 1,000 fans, um, many times that are listening to, uh, right now, and they each spend $100 a year on your music and door charges and downloads, you'll do just fine. Um, it seems like that should work, and although I have had other indie bands tell me it doesn't. Um, does, it, does it work for you, or if, if not, why do you think there's a, it doesn't? Well, um, 
You're talking about the uh, if you have a thousand fans you're spending a hundred dollars. Yeah. Is that the yeah? Um, you know, I've I've heard that too. It's, it's definitely not my number. That's actually a number that's out there that we heard not too long ago. I I think it's kind of a actually yeah. To be completely honest, I think it's a very simplified uh, idea. I don't think it really works like that. To be totally honest. But okay, we're well, um. Uh, I guess when it, when it comes to when it comes to making music, uh, sorry, making money as a band, it's, uh, it 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 really feels to us like uh, the real place to do that is live, by playing live and touring. And of course, uh, you do play live and and you are touring. And uh, I try to see you live whenever you play because you're so good at it. Um, <laughs> I want to, <laughs> uh, and so much fun. Uh, I I want to. Um, listen to a little bit of a song that I think actually could work as a, uh, a radio hit. This is Orchards. That was uh, Orchards, and it, it's it's my favorite uh, cut off the, off the album. And there's a line in there that uh, really hits me: a lifetime of exploring everything. Is, is that your approach to life? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yours too, Maddie. Absolutely. Uh, life's the time to live, you know. We used to do a lot more sort of journeying. I mean, even uh, driving from Boston to San Diego, then to here, and, and all the other little spots we've been. We we tried to go around. I mean, what, I think the last cool little journey we went on was the Salton Sea, where we filmed our music video for Goddess, and that was uh, that was a whole fun adventure. I remember driving at like four in the morning with the sun rising over the water. It was just beautiful. And that's moments like that to live for. And actually, that, that's, uh, I was going to ask you where that was filmed. That's a very powerful uh, uh, video, and I'm kind of curious as to why you, you decided on, you, you selected sort of a very stark landscape for that video. It, uh, it went hand-in-hand hand with what I was, uh, when we were talking earlier about the, uh, the goddess, beautiful and terrible metaphor, it was about that, that land and that space and what happened to it. And uh, we had watched a couple documentaries on it as well, and to actually be there, there was just this really eerie feeling because, it, I mean, it was beautiful, 
and you could see like where every why everyone would love it, but then you're looking around and you're walking on dead fish bones, and the smell was just horrible. But when the sun was rising, it was just breathtaking to watch the sun come up over that water. Well, I remember it actually from my childhood when my parents uh, took me up uh, out there. It was uh, it was the beautiful uh, phase of it, and uh, and now oh, wow. that we're yeah, <laughs> right. Um, like again, we're getting more emails on your process, and my understanding, Peter, is, is that you drink coffee and write songs, and Maddie, you do uh, yoga and and change them. Is that about right? That sums it up pretty well. Okay, all right. So for all you people who are, who send in emails asking what the process is, we we just told you. Uh, uh, but we do have one here from uh, Cynthia in Tampa, and Cynthia asks. Do you sound the same on stage as in the recordings? It seems like there are a lot of stage effects in the recordings, and I think she really means sound effects in the recordings. Uh, uh, we we really sound the same. We we have a um, our drummer has a uh, uh, basically well basically what we call backing track with some of like the more kind of twinkly sounds like that atmosphere because you know that's that's obviously super important if we play it as just the three piece which can play the core of the song it, it does sound a little empty so we have things like extra keyboard parts that we play along with when we're live and then it just it fleshes it out and you don't really i think notice it but it does help fill it out well there's a another song on on the on the ep that uh I just can't pass up, even though we're, we're getting a little tight on time. I want to play a little bit of uh, Blue Jean Word. That is such a, a fun song, and I love the intro uh, to it. Now, where did the quickly where did the concept for that song come from? Uh, I wrote that song for Maddie because it was actually I think when we first moved to LA, Maddie was doing some work uh, for a, a PR firm, and uh, she was kind of getting stressed out about it. And I wrote a song for her to to feel better, you know, saying like, "Hey, don't let these kind of what I call blue jean worries get you down. These little worries." And did it make no, you feel better, was... Maddie? No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave it there. <laughs> I want to thank you two for, for taking time out from a very busy time in the studio. Thank you so much. Uh, and well, uh, you. I'm looking forward to your show. Uh, it's June 25th. That yeah, correct? that's June 25th. Okay, uh, everybody should go to their website. That's uh, PolarisRose.com. You can sign up there for an alert on their shows and their songs. These two are so much fun on stage, and, and you can really see how Maddie magic with a bass guitar. She does something that nobody else ever does. It's really it, just that is worth going to the show. Maddie and Peter, again, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. That's Polaris Rose. Check them out. We're going to take a break Thanks now. So much, and thank you. 
When we return, Justin Zuban and his new album, Shakedown, will be with us. Don't go away. You're listening to Music Friday Live. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. And I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm your host on Music Friday Live. We're back, and you can be part of Music Friday Live. You can call in, talk to our guests, 347-215-7511, or you can email us. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And also, we have a whole bunch of people in the chat room, so if you have questions, uh, if you're in the chat room, just let me know, and we'll pass them on. Now, a really quick word from our wonderful sponsor, Solar City. Solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront costs. Well, Solar City has figured that one out. With Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront cost on approved credit. That's right. Solar City will come out and they'll install a solar system on your home for free. You only pay for the power you use, just like you do from the utility company, but you use a lot less power because the sun's making it, so your monthly bill is lower. Solar City pays for the system, it insures the system, and it maintains the system. All you have to do is sit back and enjoy the savings. So if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you, it is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. Call Tina. At Solar City, that's right, that's the number, 909-618-6937. That will get you directly to Tina's desk. And if you tell her, I told you to call, she'll give you a discount on your order. Now, once again, I'm going to read that number again, 909-618-6937, and tell Tina I said to call. Well, as many of you know, I spent uh, about five years helping to run a house concert series in, um, <clears throat> in the country western area. It's called the Acoustic Vortex. At our peak, we put on two shows a month, partially because our founder, the guitarist psychiatrist Bruce Victor, was not married at the time, and he could convert his home into a haven for Americana musicians. So I saw a lot of guitar pickers, a lot of fiddle players, crooning cowboys, and electrified folk singers. And usually we saw some of the best in the country because we were very popular and we paid pretty well. I don't recall ever hearing someone as deeply impressive as Justin Zubat. His music is down to earth, but it really grips you. His songs are they are like a powerful woman with a soft voice. You lean in and you pay very close attention 
because you don't want to miss a single word. His deep baritone is a natural fit for his gritty lyrics. His tunes blend Nashville twang with blues and country western into kind of a California alt country that tells stories of a world of hurt and heartbreak, but also hope and love and confidence. And there's no pretension in his work, no affectation. What you see is what you hear, and what you hear is addictive. Justin Zubon, welcome to Music Friday Live. Oh, thank you so much, Patrick. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, well, Justin, you've got a new album out. It's Shakedown. Actually, it's it's due out June 17th, and it's quite an accomplishment. Ten songs. Thank you. Each one, Thank you. Each one's a real winner, and there's a total package that really demonstrates your confidence in the studio. But I understand that this is only the second time you've been in the studio. Now, now where did you get the self-confidence uh, to put together such a breakout song like Trouble, much less ten of them, when you've only been in the studio once before? Um, yeah, I've been playing music for most of my life, and uh, it's always been something I've really enjoyed and really felt connected to. And uh, when I moved out to L.A., I got into sound for film, post-sound editing, learned about editing and mixing, things like that. And then eventually it just kind of became tools that I just carried over into music, you know. And the, the first album I did, I worked with... Um, I worked with like a really actually it was recorded in a couple different locations, but I used a couple of different really good engineers I worked with, and then uh, my good friend who also worked on this album um, mixed my first one, and uh, so, you know at this point it's just an independent project, and I really wanted to uh, you know really pull my resources together as far as my skill set and what I'm able to do and visualize and conceptualize and and uh, put something together, you know that that is. Uh, that's simplistic and where I am right now with things, you know? Well, it, it, it certainly worked well. Uh, you, you, you pulled off, I wouldn't say simplistic, I, I, I would say stripped down and very powerful. I want to play a, a, a something from that album. This is uh, Trouble. song i especially like i gotta face the man i gotta stay who i am and if i lose my way the end of the night is day but what a great philosophy of life um did you have to, to face a particular man challenge uh that led to those those song, those lyrics yeah it's uh it's really it's really confronting confronting yourself you know it's like confronting confronting things you know you um Purpose. And, you know, obviously, the title isn't purpose, but the title's trouble. Um, and uh, <clears throat> I'd say that uh, honestly, the song to me really is 
about um, confronting things and, uh, you know, keep, keeping yourself real, you know, being who you are, you know, like, you got to confront yourself. You got you to do, you know, you got to confront yourself, do things with purpose and uh, keep a, keep an idea of, of, of uh, who you are, you know, through life. Well, you, um, you did have something of a challenge. Uh, you moved to the beach in California from a suburb in Ohio. That's a fairly stark transition. What, what motivated you to move? You know, Ohio, um, growing up, it was a pretty small town where I'm from. And, uh, um, you know, the music scene in Columbus was, was pretty happening. You know, some jazz, some uh, some kind of punk scene and uh, a lot of cover bands, you know. And I, I just, uh, you know, just kind of wanted to really take a risk, go somewhere new. And, uh, you know, Los Angeles, it's actually kind of funny. I went to New York with time with a friend. I met this producer, it's like some producer for like Barry Manilow, and he's just, it's like, you're talented, but if you ever want to do anything with music or film in your life, you have to move to New York or Los Angeles. So it's kind of like one of those things, you know, it's like, yeah, kind of, you got to just go somewhere where there's more people doing more things that you're interested in, and it's just, you know, you learn from everything you experience, you know. And uh, so, yeah, you know, much larger city, you don't know anybody. You know, not that you don't want to know anybody, it's just that, you know, the small town aspect of it is, is much different. It's just you don't really know your community too well, um, you know, some parts. But, uh, you know, I'm in, I'm in South by the Beach. Always wanted to experience the beach. Here I am. And, uh, yeah. And there you are. You know, yeah. Living live 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 in the California dream. It's an experience. Yeah, it's, it's an experience, you know. Uh, um, has uh, uh Living in Los Angeles and moving to Los Angeles changed what you write and the way you write? Um, well, it's in my experiences in Los Angeles. Is kind of, yeah, I mean, just uh, I've definitely seen some cool acts playing around, um, but I'd say that just my overall interactions with people, I mean, over the last eight or so years, you know, you have, you just meet people meet people with every every type of interest and you're just exposed to so many things and that's the thing with living in the city you know you're just going to be exposed to so many different ideas and those ideas influence you you know if it's, if it's the way you paint or you write or the way you're just seeing things you know it's just uh, your perspective changes constantly well that, that that backs up my contention that LA has become the, the music capital of the country I want to play uh, the, the title track of the album this is uh, this is shakedown there's gonna be a shakedown it's gonna take you straight down every time I'm wandering About the third time I listened to that song, I figured out that, that it's not a warning about a shakedown, but it's actually about rebounding from adversity. 
Now, I know you've done that. You, you got laid off uh, at work and ran into a guy with a basement studio who offered to record you in exchange for free labor, and you bounced back. Um, yeah, that's, that's cool. I, I was young. I, you know, that was, uh, that was a long time ago. That was maybe 11 years ago. Wow. Yeah, just I was I was renting. Uh, there's a guy I met lived you know next door, owned a house. His wife, you know, great guy. And then uh, yeah, you know, he had like a basement set up, and he invited me over and just you know once you get some originals, we'll lay down some tracks. And that was kind of like my first experience working with someone else that uh, had an idea of, of what they wanted me to do, um, which was very cool, a very great experience, really humbling guy. Really nice guy, great, great person, and uh, yeah, that was kind of like—I guess you consider that as being just the the very start of the recording process, I guess, and just the kind of the whole creative mindset. You know, I was playing in a a, a, a band, you know, at that time, and uh, great time, great friends, unbelievable stuff. I wanted to start, you know, I kind of feel like I was playing a lot of covers of, you know, lead guitar stuff and. I was kind of getting burnt out, and, like, I just really felt like it was just the time where I just took that kind of growth. I was like, okay, now I'm going to start doing some different ideas. You know, the satisfaction was coming out of, uh, you know, singing a melody, playing the acoustic guitar, you know, shifting from, like, playing blues rock and, like, you know, much more energetic, um, but much more focused on producing amazing guitar riffs over and over again. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, yeah. I couldn't keep up with it. At that time in my life, I couldn't keep up with that, you know? So it's, are, it was definitely a growing a growing thing for me, you know? Are, are yeah. you still yeah. in touch with the uh, the owner of the basement studio? We chatted recently. We did chat recently. Yeah, within right. the last couple months. Uh, and do you still months. have uh, those recordings? You know what? I do. I do. Are, are they ever going to see the light of day? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like that's, uh, you know, it, I, I have no idea. Okay. But, well, that, you, you kind of keep them in your back pocket, and someday you can release a, a compendium album. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, we're talking with uh, Justin Zuban, and his new album is Shakedown, and you can talk with him, too. You can call us, 347 215 or you can email us. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Everybody there on the, the chat room, I see the chat room is pretty full. Um, if you have a question, let me know. We're, off to, we, oh, we're getting some email in for you, uh, uh, Justin. Um, oh, cool. Uh, Renata in uh, Phoenix wants to know, do you ever go back and play in Ohio? And is Ohio where your, your country sound came from? Um, I don't get back to Ohio as much as I want to. I'm actually planning on doing uh, several shows. I'm going to spend about a week there and hang out and see a bunch of friends. And, uh, you know, I'm looking up, you know, it's <clears throat> playing music and stuff. People want to come support. And also it's very exciting to share original material and people are really into it. It's really exciting. So, yeah, it's my, you know, it's my home state. And uh, I have a lot of support there. A lot of people really uh, very supportive and uh, so I'm actually planning on playing there in, in uh, July, looking for late July, early August. That's kind of what I'm booking at right now. I'm looking actually putting a lot of dates together. So uh, what was the other part of the question? I'm so sorry. 
and uh, if, if if the the the, the country feel to your music uh, came feel. from a big, yeah. You know, it's uh, I, I listened to a lot of different music growing up. You know, I was right on the border of more countryside. You know, our our uh, um, rival high school was like one mile away. <laughs> you know, and like they, <laughs> theirs had you know uh, tractor day and things like that, where people bring their tractors and their and their livestock. And like we were just one mile, one maybe two miles tops away. And it's just so funny is that like oh they're country people, we're city people. <laughs> so there's definitely influence. I was always friends with with like you know. Uh, you know, the great people of the countryside, you know, like, you know, it's like, obviously it's, there's a lot of nice people out there and stuff. I really kind of started getting more into my own natural rhythms. You know, I always really liked playing certain types of beats. That always felt really natural to me. I'm always exploring those rhythms and beats. And sometimes it's a, uh, sometimes it's a straightforward kind of shuffle beat. And sometimes it turns into, you know, um, something a little more, but, uh, you know, it's, at the end of the day, I try not to think about, um, um, trying to think about, you know, reproducing certain styles over and over again. More or less, do I have multiple interests that I'm constantly, always kind of picking at, chasing at in different different directions? And and I uh, like for this album, that's kind of what this was. Is that some of these different ideas are all kind of wrangled together, and I want to put out a collection of music, you know. It's you could call it a collection, you could call it an album, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, I really wanted to put the you know put out a um, an album that was pretty cohesive sounding and like um, still represents what my interests are completely, you know. Um, which are always well, I think developing. you succeeded. Thank I you. think you succeeded, and uh, I call it an album because it comes. It's uh, I have the CD, I have the hard copy, and it comes with a uh, in a bright orange package with a couple of cowboys on it. it it's really nifty. Um, J- Justin, a lot of singers talk about the range of your voice, their voices, yeah. but you've kind of taken the opposite approach. You seem to have found a, a sweet spot in your natural voice, which is a baritone. Now, did you have to hunt around for that? Did you try different ranges and sort of settle on it, or did you just come out singing baritone and that's that? You know what's so funny about this is that uh, I mean, I've, I've been working at you know, I mean, I've been working at singing and playing for a long time, and but it's funny is that maybe like ten years ago I was singing very similar, but I, <laughs> it's like I aged to thirty three years old, and my voice is more naturally where I've been kind of practicing and like singing. You know, I, I, I um, I mean, not to say I've always had some of like a good low end baritone voice, but as far as um, natural range, you know, I, I really, some of my favorite vocalists are just really incredible ranges and, and it's fun listening to them and stuff and not to say I can't do that or can't do this or can't do that. But at the end of the day, it's just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty grounded person and I feel like the way I'm, you know, presenting my music, it's just, um, you know, it's, 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 I'm, I'm a pretty simple person. <laughs> it's like my voice, you know, it's like the voice, how I'm presenting it. I just want it to be natural as possible, you know? And, and yeah, I can always write songs in different keys, but at the end of the day, there's, um, it's almost like the difference between, um, say you're sitting in a chair and someone's like sitting on the ground and you're playing to them and your voice is kind of like angled down. Or once you've now kind of like looked up 
and then there's just like 10,000 people, and you're just projecting as hard as you can. I, I always feel more comfortable playing in a room where, where I can kind of have more control of the tone of my voice than I do of a drum set that's um, forcing me to the front of the stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I know so exactly what you mean. Well, like, like the more wanna... the harder you hit, you know, the more uh, the more it kind of um, kind of limits limits the dynamic of of the breath. I feel like so. Well, one song on the album I think that really showcases just how authentic your voice is is this one. This is called "Have I Ever Told You," and I want to give everybody a little a little sample of it. That was Have I Ever Told You. It's from the album Shakedown. And, and I, I, I love it, um, Justin, when you come in with the line, well, I wouldn't, girl, but make you feel all right. It, it's just perfect. You can kind of hear a sort of a mischievous smile in your voice. Did you get that, that little curl in your voice on the first take? <laughs> um, it's pretty raw. The song's pretty raw. I wrote it and recorded it. Actually, I did that for a couple of songs, so I didn't really do many takes on some of those tracks, you know, okay. like, like that, that's pretty, pretty just record, you know, written, recorded, closed, you know, so it's definitely, definitely, I didn't spend too much time thinking about that song. It was more yeah. of a, uh, let's roll with it kind of thing. Well, maybe that's why it, it sounds so authentic. Now, um, we've got a couple of people here who, who want to know about uh, your guitars. And I know your first guitar was a Vantage that you bought from a friend for 40 bucks. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> what are you uh, what are you playing now? Um, you know, uh, I kind of buy and sell stuff, really. I, um, as far as like used stuff um, for the album, I, I used a Gretsch hollow body, which I loved it. Love the guitar, it's just really cool, and that was really a part of the sound for the album because like all the electric guitars, except for the leads of two tracks, were that guitar. Um, right now, I'm playing. I've got a, um, it's a, like a custom-made Telecaster I'm using. Wow. Uh, custom-made Telecaster. And I'm actually having a gentleman build me a guitar, which is wonderful. Wow. So planning on the next three months, having having a, yeah, it's, it's really beautiful. This guy is just a really uh, amazing guy and builds guitars. And uh, I'm going to every have Every one, musician's so. dream is to have a custom oh, guitar. Big time. We're, we're just about yeah. out of time, but there's one more yeah. song on the uh, the album I, I want to give everybody a little listen to. This is uh, Windy Beach City, uh, which I understand is sort of about a California coastal town that you live in. Here we go.
dance to the drums of the men who don't sleep. Uh, I, I I love the whole concept there. That that's uh, the way it starts out. Uh, uh, some of us can relate to that. The woman that you helped home many times doesn't remember you. And, and I love the lyric, we're losing time that we borrowed in this windy beach city. I, I really I like that. But unfortunately, uh, we can't philosophize anymore because we are out of time. Um, you have a show coming up. You want to tell us about it? Sure do. Uh, album release show. It's going to be amazing. A lot of the players from the album will be performing, uh, backup singers, keyboard player, you know, drums, everything. Uh, it'll be Saturday night, okay. Saturday, June 28th at Hotel Cafe in Hollywood. Um, it'll be up on the website probably in the next week. Um, okay. That's June 28th at the June Hotel 28th, Cafe. June 28th, yeah, 11 p.m. 11 p.m., okay. And, and for those of you in Southern California, Hotel Cafe is on Coenga in Hollywood. It's just uh, about a half a block above sunset. And you're coming on at 11 p.m. Now, also, the album is called Shakedown. It's available yes. at justinzuban.com. That's J-U-S-T-I-N-D-Z-U-B-A-N. Um, and it's also on iTunes. Is that right? Yeah, it's actually releasing June 17th. So right now um, on my website... Shakedown and Trouble are free downloads until the release. So you can either, you can join my mailing uh, my mailing list. You can go to my website or iTunes for the music, okay. as well as all the other major online music okay. places. How about that? A free download. Well, well Justin, I uh, I really want to thank you for spending the time with us today. I'm afraid we we've got to run out of here, but uh, thanks so much. And I will see you at the Hotel Cafe. Hey, Bye Patrick. Now. Thanks for having me on your show. Appreciate it, man. Have a great day. Thanks. You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Blog Talk Radio Network and our radio affiliates. If you like our Facebook page and you follow our Twitter feed, you'll get a real-time update on our guests. Vote for your favorite musician on musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, and we'll invite them on the show. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash musicfriday. Be here next Friday the redoubtable Corinne West, and she'll bring her new album with her, That's the Promise, and it's recorded with Jerry Jones and Pam Delgado of Blame Sally. Plus, plus, Donia Oxford is going to be back, and this time we'll have a full interview with her. This will be her first interview since returning from the triumphant tour of the UK. I understand she's got some really good stories from uh, London on that. Uh, so be sure you tune in next Friday for uh, the interview with Donia Oxford and uh, Corinne West. In the meantime, um, check out our Twitter stream and our Facebook page. Like our Facebook page. We'll keep you updated on our guests. Good night, everybody. Uh, have a great musical weekend, and we're going to play a little bit more of Windy Beach City by Justin Zuban. Bye. Dance to the drums of the men who don't sleep.